Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Insane in the Membrane Pride Month Takeover. Insane in the Membrane. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. As always, I hope you're doing well. We're getting back out there. The pubs are open. The shops are open. People are going out. Um, I've suddenly realised that uh, a lot of my socialising involves pints of lager. And uh, I need to knock that on the head. It's, uh, I'm getting the old beer belly back. That can't be good. We're not having that. We're not doing that. But anyway, I'm not complaining. It's nice to be back out and seeing folks and hanging out and having a nice time. Before we begin, uh, we've got a couple of things, got a bit of admin. Uh, we've got a gig. We have our gig uh, this coming Thursday, 17th of June. Rich Wilson presents Dark Horse Live Comedy Under the Stars. You can join me, uh, MC Rich Wilson, and we'll have the brilliant Jen Brister, Clinton Baptiste, who was the medium from Phoenix Nights, uh, Amy Cooper, and Vince Layton will be joining us. Uh, and we, It's at the Forum in Tunbridge Wells. There's, there's, uh, it's going to be online. Uh, join us for an interactive Facebook live stream. Get your tickets for 4.99 at darkhorsedigital.co.uk. There's also links in all my bi- in my bios on my socials. Um, and there's going to be tickets there. I think it's like 25 tickets, and you can actually be at the gig. It's going to be outside under the canopy. It's going to be beautiful. There's going to be all the lights up and the sound, and it's going to be lovely. And so, and so, and when you click on the links, you'll be able to see. Uh, which ones you want to do if you want to do it live stream to your house uh, that's fine or you want to do it uh, you want to be there you can click on that link as well it's going to be worth your while because it's going to be brilliant a proper gig with proper people doing proper comedy it's going to be really good fun so do that for us um, and uh, yes um, and also like I say the the, uh, the the live ones the actual be there tickets are uh, there's, there's a limited number of those so uh, uh, so yeah, but once again, go to darkhorsedigital.co.uk and uh, those those links will be there. You'll see the two links. Producer Paul has smashed it out of the park. It's all very clear and it's all very lovely. It's very easy to do. Click on a button, pay your price, and then you come down and see us. Or you stay in your house, in your gym jams, and you laugh along. Also, you'll be able to chip in, you see, because it's Facebook Live. You'll be able to chip in because Producer Paul will be manning the screens as I'm MC and he'll be off to the side. And, uh, and he'll be telling me what you lot are saying in the chat and we can have a bit of back and forth so you can heckle if you want how about that old school old school comedy so do that for us that would be fantastic it's going to be a brilliant gig and uh, and I think you're going to love it and, and a lot more things now are going to be live streamed we're going to aim to be doing this as a regular thing it's going to be live streamed because we realise that uh, you know, there's a lot of people that weren't going out or couldn't go out before the lockdown and are now suddenly feeling like they're being left behind again and we don't want that here at uh, Insane in the Membrane uh, we are we are all inclusive. Hence the reason we have changed our uh, our changed our branding to them brain to be including everybody. So uh, so do that for us. That'd be great. Also, we've still got merch. You've got to buy the merch. It's being supported. Our podcast is being supported by Save Our Souls Clothing. Those wonderful lads, Stacey and Mark. 
doing wonderful things. So if you go to sosclothing.co.uk forward slash membrane and use the 15% discount code membrane uh, and you get money off their range and off of our tees and hoodies. If you do that for us, that would be brilliant. They're really nice. They're really good. It's comfortable clothing. It looks really good as well. It's ethically sourced. Even the ink is vegan friendly. You can't say better than that. So you're not putting your money into child slavery. You're giving it to two good fellas and you're giving it to us so we can keep the lights on here and then you get to swan around in a beautiful t-shirt and or hoodie. So do that immediately. Do that for us because I've seen the people sending me the pictures and you look great. If you do, do if you do buy some merch, send us a picture and then we'll put it up on the on the website and we'll put it up all over the place so people can see our wonderful merch on you wonderful people. So that's the admin. Who doesn't love a bit of admin, eh? Uh, so as we've said, in sending the membrane this week, we've got the because it's Pride Month, and Pride Month is more than, than, than gay men. Uh, it, it's there's so much, there's so many different facets, um, and I, we were thinking that you know uh, people who identify as non-binary don't seem as sort of, as rep, as highly represented as most people. I might be wrong, but this is this this is how I feel. So we were like, right, let's give over insane in the membrane to insane in the membrane and celebrate people who identify as non-binary. Uh, and with that in mind, we had the wonderful Grace Shush on the on the on the podcast, and they were fantastic. I mean, Grace is wonderful, a wonderful performer, a wonderful human being, and I learned so much again, as I always do, with, with by talking to the, to people that I've not you know that I haven't grown up with. I've, I, grew, I've t- I was talking about this the other day to somebody and said, you know, I grew up in a very kind of binary way you know in a binary world like you kind of it was like there was men and women and there were there were trans people but it was very different it they were still seen as like even men or women and and now we now we have people that identify as non-binary which is a new conversation for me and i want to find out more i want and i'm and you know because i it, it taps into something i do believe in i do believe that people are more fluid then they're given, then they're, then they're allowed to be. You know, that society just tries to put you in all these different boxes, and it's not really how we function. We're, we're not, we're more fluid than that. You know, depending on how we're feeling, and it, and that's why I'm having these conversations. So it was great that Grace agreed to come on. Grace is wonderful. You're gonna, you're really gonna enjoy this episode. Uh, so you know what? I'm gonna stop waffling as I always do. Let's get on with the episode. So coming up in a minute is Grace Shush. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. A podcast from producer Paul.co.uk. There she is. Hiya. <laughs> you all right, babes? I'm good. How are you? You all right? <laughs> I'm all right. Early. It's early. In it, this is my first cup of coffee and I'm quite panicky that it's my first one just in case the inevitable happens. <laughs> You're going to be all right. Don't worry about that. You're in safe hands. This is a safe space. Safe just space. To, just to ease into, your, ease into your day with a bit of a I chat. that one before. <laughs> now that's when it's dark. That's when, it, that's when, it's, a, that's when it's a lie. I mean, yeah. Um, it's nice. Thank you for coming on. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure to have you. Um, like I say, we've, we've only sort of, we haven't spent a lot of time with each other's company so it's nice to it's nice to finally sort of get to know you and uh yeah and i did you know because i've it's it, like even with the back and forth with what we've with the emails and things like that so are you so do i are you do i address are you grace do i address you as grace whatever or, honestly yeah. whatever comes naturally like i think yeah. a lot of people only know me as grace so Rather than fumbling your words, if Grace comes more naturally than Timothy, then yeah. that's absolutely fine. It's just because some people don't, like I had I did a, a research interview yesterday and somebody was like, oh, I don't actually know your real name. And I was like, mm, I like that though. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. I know you as Grace. So it's that's Grace, me. you know, I've been that's, referring that's to fine. as Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Oh, that's good. And I didn't realise, you know, that, yeah, that that Timothy was even a thing. So yeah, oh, Grace, you. there we are. It's... um. I, yeah, I was really, I was really, I really wanted to get you on and have a chat um, because this is a brave new world for me. Uh, you know, the, the world of pronouns and and yeah. and and now there's uh, the, the, the uh, being gender specific and talking about this whole because you know I, I grew up in the seventies, so it was always there was, there was boys, girls. And then that was it. Anybody else? Well, there were, there, you, you know, know, you say you say there was boy girls, but there probably yeah. wasn't. It's just all that you know about. But that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I mean. That's all I was told about. There yeah. were there were trans people, um, but and they were, you know, they, it wasn't like when I was growing up. They were, they were, it wasn't like they were like, oh, they're a bit weird. It was just, you know, that they, they, it was very kind of they were a man and now they're a woman. And it was nothing was ever really explained. Mm. And so I apologise in advance if anything I say or, or or anything I ask you is a bit clunky, or it's a bit. You know, I'm. Ju- I'm, I'm I mean, you'll, like never, I say, you'll never, you'll never offend me because I Good. know what you're saying is coming from a place of love and not malicious intent. If exactly. you keep doing it wrong, then I'll have to, you know, jump down the microphone <laughs> and beat you up. But. It's the intent, as they always say, and my intentions are good. I just want to clarify things for myself and for anyone listening that's in a similar uh, position. Because, you know, I mean, you know, the pronouns thing is just, it's a new thing to, to a lot of us. For a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you see, I've seen a lot of people quite negatively saying, oh, it's just attention seeking. We never had this when I was growing up and blah, blah, blah. And you go, no, it's not attention seeking. This is a, this is a valid thing that needs to be addressed and accepted, you know? 
And I and and, and see, and that's why we had that conversation the other day. And I was like, what what are your pronouns? Mm-hmm. And and yeah, and like I say, these are new questions that I'm asking. It's, uh, it's and I just uh, want to say as well, I'm not like the I'm not the 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 voice of it all. No, like I'll probably say things that some people don't agree with, or I'll say things that necessarily people might be like, well, <clears throat> I don't nec- I don't feel like that, and that's okay. It's like this is yeah. it's almost. I mean, I'm going to try my best to be very like you know, black and white about it so that I'm as, uh, it's as simple as, not as simple as possible, but people don't too like, uh oh, from it. Cause it, even I get confused by things a lot of the time yeah. because it is a, it's an umbrella, a spectrum of loads of different things. So yeah. yeah. And I think it's your, that's where, that's what people forget is that we're all talking from our own experiences. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not talking about everybody. Like, like whatever I say doesn't mean that's how it is, like you've just said. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so this is a, this is why I like doing this podcast because it's a safe space to sort of ask the questions that you probably couldn't ask. And then you, you know? put it on the internet, and then, <laughs> and then you go, "Is it? I, I, look, I, I'm a friend. I'm a friend. I'm an ally. <laughs> Please don't no, cancel no. me." Look. No. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know I have the voice, I have the voice of a of a sexist racist. Uh, <laughs> so I have to I have to re, I have to really clarify where and I'm coming from. I have from. the voice of a child's entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it's a, it's, it's a, like because like I say, this is all new to me, and you know there was never it, no one ever spoke about the fact that you know when you're born. You're they, straight away they go right. You got a penis. You're a man. Or, and it was all straight away. Society just piles all this stuff on you. And it's not. It's only been like, like I say in the last few years where people have started to actually come forward and say, actually, I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel mm. this way. And and I don't know what that must have been like growing up. I mean, what it must have been if you don't feel either. Must have been awful when you, you don't know where you are, who you are, where you fit in, because society goes, you've got to fit in this box here. That's how we that's how we deal with you. And human beings don't. We're not. We're animals. We're individual. We we don't really yeah. fit into those boxes, do we? So, you know, how are you feeling about? It? You must feel a sense of I don't know a new a new awakening. Maybe I don't really know. I mean. I did a campaign a few, I can't tell you what the campaign was for, but I did a campaign a few days ago <laughs> and we, it was all about talking about me and like, it was to do with pride and stuff like that. And I was talking about, um, they were talking about my hair and how much my hair means to me. And, um, I basically was like, it's such a weird concept because I've never really sat and thought about it that I feel like I've reached a point where I'm like the, the evolution of what I wanted to be. Mm. Like if I, if I was a child and thought about it, like this is probably what I want to look like. Yeah. Which is such a bizarre concept because I know that like even my parents are still fascinated with the fact that I can take my clothes off on stage or I am so comfortable to do certain things. Whereas, you know, me, you 16 years old. So like what? Uh, 20 summit years ago no 10 uh, 20 um whatever it was a while ago um 15 years ago six 17 years ago um i um couldn't take my clothes off anywhere really do anything I, I was petrified of my own body i was petrified of everyone around me like and i mean like petrified like i remember mm. i was 14 and went on holiday with my sister and i kind of ruined the holiday because i couldn't even sit on grass because i had a really like 
I'm okay to say it now, but like traumatizing growing up with school and stuff. And like, mm. I couldn't sit on grass because I was so afraid of people playing football around me. I was so afraid of being on the beach in case people pointed and laughed because these things had all happened. Right. People had openly just pointed and laughed at me. Really? And, or I don't know, verbally abused me on a buzz or shouted stuff out of a car to me. So it just was this, you know, I had this internalized like, not hatred. I don't know what it. Well, I suppose it was hatred. But then, obviously, yeah. you meet like-minded people. You meet so many different people, and you think, Do you know what? Like, I am what I am. Yeah, I am my own special creation. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> but what did, what triggered these 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 reactions from people? I mean, were you especially oh, honestly? I no, what, you know. no. I mean, I I was. My mum always said that I was too much for people. Right. And sometimes I just have to rein it in, which I think is entertainers. We've heard that a lot. Oh, a thousand times. Yeah. So that was that. But I didn't, I mean, I grew up in Stoke on Trent, which, I mean, I'm not going to speak ill of it, but I hate. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Stoke on Trent, yeah. It's just a place that, I mean, it might be different now. I haven't been back in so long, but it was a place that was so narrow minded. And I, my voice didn't break till I was like 16. Mm. Yeah, so right, I'm this, okay. I'm this like, I was already really tall. I'm yeah. six foot two, 50 inch chest. I'm not petite in the slightest. Like there's nothing <laughs> petite about me. Like my fingers aren't even petite. Like, um, but then I had this high pitched voice. So that was something that people picked up on. And then like, I don't know, everyone was always like, are you a boy or a girl? And I was like, I remember thinking, what does it matter? Like, why are you asking mm. me these questions? Like, it was, I remember specifically like these three men got on a bus. They were workers, they were like builders. And I was sat at the back of the bus. Honestly, the journey was like 15 minutes yeah. to school to home on the bus. Yeah. And they just decided to come and sit around me on the bus. And it was just nonstop for the whole bus journey. And I just remember thinking, why are you doing this to me? Mm. Like, what is it? I, I still can't understand. Is it like a fear? Is it like, I don't know. I don't. I don't really understand what it is that people. I mean, I suppose we have it now with social media. Where why, why do people think that it's okay to spout their opinions unnecessarily? Yeah. Is it because we're given a voice now more so than we were? I don't know. I don't want to be nine. So whatever, like twenty odd years ago. Like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, 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 yeah. Like I never, I never understood why people did it, and. I never understood in the whole grander scheme of things why people said that girls wear dresses and boys don't and mm. why. I, like, I never understood that. I remember once thinking, was it a fashion designer? Was it like Karl Lagerfeld <laughs> that thought like, well, women wear dresses, but it's it's obviously a lot deeper than that and a lot more rooted in yeah. um, misogyny and, you know, the idea of men wearing trousers and like even down to like buttons on women's shirts are on the other side. And I think it's Which because, makes no sense. Because originally it was just, I'm pretty sure this is the truth of it. It's because women ha were dressed. So it was easy for the person uh, to dress them to do the buttons right. on. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So I like see. it's, uh, uh, yeah. And it's like men wore heels, but then, you know, then women started wearing heels and because women were seeing less of that. And it's all this whole thing of, women are seen femininity is seen lesser than so maybe that's what they thought to you know yeah attack me on yeah it's funny when you look because when you look back because i'm really into my clothing 
and styles and, and down the ages. And when you go right back, I mean, right back like hundreds of years and you go like the Italians were wearing skirts. Mm-hmm. They were wearing, and, and, the, and a sign of um, their, of their manliness, they'd have their, their balls would just be poking out of, <laughs> from the bottom. And that was to show virility and, and manliness. And, mm-hmm. and you look back and, and, you know, men used to wear white face, you know, they wake, they had loads of makeup, powder mm-hmm. and wigs. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so it changes all the time. But at the moment, we're stuck in this groove of, like you've said, men wear this and women wear that, and I it makes no sense to me because I I'm I because it's just clothing and it mm. I've said this before on a few a few episodes where if you took a piece of material and you made a blouse and a shirt from that same material and you go there you go these are two different things you go but they're from the same material so the clothing just, has no gender like no the, exactly yeah the, the the fabric has no gender so yeah. it's only what we put onto it that is i mean it, it when you say it and break it down you feel very like well duh but like yeah. I, I think there's i think it's a, a bigger question than just to be like well it, it's so simple because you know religion plays a part into it and mm. then like um I don't know, like everything to do with like men being in power breaks down to it because femininity is seen as. Yeah. I mean, I don't see it like that. I think women are the most amazing things in the entire world, you know, like the most powerful. Yeah. The most powerful beings. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've got our mothers and stuff like that. And it's like when people say stuff about being feminine, I'm like, what do you think your mother's weak or your sister's weak or your auntie's weak or your grandmother's weak? Grandmothers are seen as this like huge like you know the queen of any family not just like obviously the queen of england is a grandmother but everybody's everybody's grandmother is seen as like this powerful woman so why yeah. are we so hatred on femininity it's just men isn't it it's because men afraid. I, I think men are afraid this is where all this comes from and i think they because men subconsciously deep down understand and dame baptiste touched on this on his episode is that men know that women have the ultimate power they they create life and without, like you've said, without them, we are nothing. And so men now have spent their year, have spent years squashing women, shutting women up, putting them under the stairs, taking away their rights, and, and just to keep them in their place because they know they will never be as powerful as our mothers, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's and yeah, that's no. where it's just, it's just the, the, most of the world problems could be boiled down, could be brought back to the fact that men just want to be powerful and want to be... Men literally way. have done everything. They <laughs> fucked it for all of us. It's businessmen. Imagine if, like, Dolly Parton and Michelle Obama just ran the world. Like, imagine. <laughs> like, it'd be, wouldn't it be amazing? Oh, oh, be, I tell you what, and, I, and, and talking about what society puts on to, the, to clothing... I did a gig a few years ago, and I mean, I don't know if you'd be able to do it now, but the premise, the whole gig was, it was all late, all women acts, and then the headliner was a man, but he'd have to be dressed as a woman, so I did it in a dress, and I had a wig on, and, and, it, and one, the dress felt amazing, it was made of this like nylon, it was really stretchy, and there's so much room for everything down there. But I, it really shone a light on how masculine my material was because I died on my ass doing all the stuff I normally do, but it mm. didn't fly because people were watching going, this doesn't, doesn't add up, doesn't make sense. And it really opened my eyes to a, a bigger world, you know? So it, mm. it really, it wasn't even like a sexual thing. It was more of a, this mental unlocking which was and it really started me on my journey of like clothing is it's not the clothing it's what's put on the clothes like you said it's so restricting you know absolutely yeah yeah 
and you're and you know and you've and what I love about you is that you've just embraced it and gone this is I just I I, I dress how I want to dress I do what I want to do and, and I think I mean don't get me wrong know. I was talking about this yesterday in the research project thing I um don't always have the days where I want to dress how I dress. And sometimes some days mm. I don't. And I do feel like a little part of me is letting my community down or I don't feel trans enough or I don't feel whatever enough. And that comes from my community, not from the, let's say the left and the right. That comes from my community rather than yeah. the far right. Like yeah, extreme, right. Like, because, but sometimes I do just want to like go out the front door and like not be a, political statement on the odd yeah. day on the odd day yeah. like most of the time i'm happy to put on my normal attire and just walk out the house but sometimes i think when you're constantly like this is valid what's it not valid um, what's the example um i was away with my parents on holiday in weymouth and we were walking around and i got this big yellow jumper on and these jeans and it all started actually the conversation did because somebody across the road in the caravan had a confederate flag and my parents were like let them put up what they want to put up but my parents didn't understand what the confederate flag was no so i i spoke to them about it and i was like i'm really angry that this is up i want to go and talk to the caravan site and then it got on the conversation about privilege because my parents talk a lot about they used to say get off your gay soapbox and i'd be like Mm. you can't tell me to get off my soapbox because you aren't on my soapbox like you don't help me on my soapbox so don't tell me to get off it just because you're my parents what are you doing to help your child in this world anyway so then we were talking about privilege and my dad I was saying that my parents were like, we don't, we don't, we don't have privilege. Like we've mm. really fought hard for everything we have. And I said, I'm not talking about materialistic things. I'm talking about the way that you look. I said, you and dad can walk down the street and not feel like anyone's going to like uh, racially, um, what's the word? Yeah, you, you. Stereo- yeah. ra- racially uh, stereotype you. Yeah. Um, look like no one, you know, you can hold hands as a, a, a heteronormative couple. Yeah. And no one's going to look at you. You can walk down the street in whatever clothes you want and no one's going to look at you. And my dad was like, I did notice a lot of people staring at you in Weymouth. And I was like, imagine having that every single day of your life. Like, imagine. And I'm not saying it in a narcissistic way that's like, you know, oh my God, look at me. I'm so gorgeous. I'm so amazing. I'm not saying that. I just want to walk down the street. Like, we have this day of trans visibility, but I quite like most of the days to be trans invisibility where mm. we don't, it doesn't seem to have to be a conversation that we have. Yeah. Like, and my dad was very like, and it, I could see the cogs go like clink in their head where it was like, oh, mm. I totally get what you're saying now. And I was like, imagine having that every day. Yeah. Like every day, like where a political act is wearing a pink coat or a political ha- act is holding your partner's hand. Like it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's really like, it is really, it gets really tough. So some days I do just want to, you know, just get on the tube and not have, and not, think we will sorry i'm really waffling now no 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 this is your time this is your time but me and my housemate were talking about the um the what's going on at the moment with women and Mm. with everything that happened in clapham and it's absolutely grotesque and violent yeah stand in solidarity and you know i absolutely have always done things like cross the street because i know how big i am regardless if you know if i'm bouncing down with my hair on my pink coat (laughs) i'm still aware of how big i am and i don't want to make anyone feel because i know how that feels yeah i when the tube comes in i literally every time check the carriage as it's going past to make sure is this the right carriage I can go in? Am I going to be safe? Yeah. Or do I need to go into the next one because I don't want anyone to 
start on me or I want to feel safe yeah. or walking down the street with your keys in the hand. Like I've done that mo- most late yeah, nights coming well, home. Like yeah. as big as I am, like if a group of men come up to me, I can't take them all. Like I could probably take one, but I couldn't take them all. Yeah. Like, and obviously women, you know, it, it's crazy. And yeah, I can't remember how I got on the subject of this, but it was just, we were talking about it and we were like, we really could understand. And I think it takes, and I'm not taking away from a woman's, um, their story mm. because it's valid and it's its own thing. And I, yeah. you know, I've been, I got trapped in like a radical feminist, like yeah, right. the other day. And that was really, really mm. difficult to read because I was like, I don't know any trans person that feels that we want to erase women because we celebrate women in such a- Absolutely, yeah. In such a like, I mean, I can't speak for every single trans person in the world, but the ones I know, the whole community that I know in London, like I, women are the most amazing thing in the world. So it really was quite hard to read. And I almost just wanted to be like, but we don't feel like this. Nobody I know feels like this. Like we're celebrating women. Yeah. Um, The same with drag and all of that. That's a celebration of women for me. Um, but I could really, I could totally, as a queer person, and I think it takes being a minority of something to truly understand how the other side feels. Yeah. Um, because you've had your own similar experiences as what that person's had. Um, and I, you know, recently got in a racial debate with a family member and I got, I was, I was like, I was like seething, obviously (laughs) because they were, they were vile, but also because, um, I was like, you have no idea what it's like to be on the other side of this. Yeah. You have no idea. And I was like, what? And I was like having a go at somebody and I was like, why didn't you stick up for me? Why? And they were like, because I just, you know, it just needed to end. And I was like, no, it didn't. You needed to to like, you don't know what it's like. The only thing you might know is to be a bit overweight. You have no idea what it's like to walk down the street and feel like this. Yeah. Stick up for the purpose. That's being an ally. That's amplifying someone's voice. Yeah. Whether it's women, people of color, or um, people who are trans, that is, you know, that's how you be a true ally is not diminishing what they're saying. It's by, you know. Amplifying it, like you're saying, yeah. you've got a point there. Tell us about your experience and tell us how, you know, why you can see that, you know, I mean, obviously yeah. BLM is, it doesn't even need thinking about that. No. That's why it's an important thing because it, it's human decency but, yeah. and human rights. But but people but people still don't get, they don't, I had that very conversation the other day with someone said to me, you know, but all lives matter. I'm like, oh yeah, of course they do. But it's not all lives that are getting stomped flat by policemen or whoever. Absolutely. And it, or by the system, by the system. The system's the system. so corrupt and, and racist. But, but like you, um, and I think what's happened is because society is the way it has been for so long, we are now in this, we are, society is in a, in a part, is in, is in a transitional stage. And so, yes, people do need to just let you just be you and you just, but we're still, but we're still in that, that sort of stiff upper lip, boys dress this way, girls dress that way. So someone like you comes along, like Jade has it as well, like the way Jade mm. dresses, you know, she gets stick all the time from people and, and she's like, I just want, why do I get so much grief? Like, because people... People are I also still transitioning. It's a jealousy thing as well. Oh, absolutely. Really silly, but like, absolutely. I don't, I don't want to be like, oh, again, I don't want to be like, oh, you're <laughs> jealous of me. But like, I honestly love what I see when I look in the mirror. And I don't think that is a narcissistic thing to say. Like, I've 
been that side of feeling hating my body and hating the way I look. I keep looking into the camera and not looking at you. It's so well, I'm looking at. Yeah, I keep looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at you because so... the camera's up there, so I don't. It looks weird because it looks like I'm not even paying attention. I keep having to. So in, I keep. I keep doing interviews where I have to look at the camera. Sorry, I can. I look, uh, look at you. I can um, see. I can see you look fine. What you're doing. I think it's. Okay. I look weird. What I'm doing. If I was to do that, <laughs> then it looks weird again. <laughs> um. I, but that's the thing. Like I've been the other side of I've been the other side of like hating the way that I look. So to be able to turn around and say I love the way that I am, and I feel confident enough to live my truth and to live how I want to feel. I yeah. Think I, there must be a level of jealousy in people with that. Oh sure, absolutely. There's very, very few people I've spoken to, and I was the same. I was the same as you for many years. For whatever reason, I didn't like who I was. I didn't like what I, what I looked, what I saw in the mirror. But having dealt with stuff on the inside, and now I can, I can look in the mirror and go, actually, you know what? Mm. You got a few creases here and there. You could do with mm. maybe working on that, or maybe working on that. But on the whole, you're not bad, mate. You've mm. you've, you've come out of that shit, all right. Mm. And I think that's these conversations now that we still need to be. This is what we're doing. We're having these conversations. It's like with the like you you were just saying about that, the attacking Clapham. And how women feel about being out and, and how society needs to change. And, and it is men that need to have the conversations. And these exactly. are conversations. And we can have them without blame. We don't have to take the blame for it all. But you can go, right. Because that's what was happening. People, like a lot of men were going, yeah, but it's not me. It's not me. And then not all men mm. started and all that. And then I'm like, no, yeah, of course it's not all men. It's not all men. But it's enough men that it's a fucking problem. And mm. so now it's up to us. When you when you see that, I see it all the time. They go, I hate straight white men. I hate straight white men. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. I don't send dick pics Sorry, to Rich. random people. I that, hate but... you. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't. I'm in a sensitive place. That could be true. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I, but you have to kind of take, you have a look around and go, all right, hang on. Hang on. Right, I'm not, I haven't attacked any women. I'm not, I'm not doing all these things. Okay. 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 Right. Okay, now what can I do? And you sort of, you sort of like mm. reassess where you're at and what you do. But that's it. It's, it's you know? about what you can do. It's yeah, not exactly. About, like it's not about. Oh, I've never done anything wrong. That's like yeah. a kid in the sandbox. It's like, well, I didn't do it. It wasn't my fault. It's not the point. Like nah, exactly. You know, it's about how you go forward, and yeah. it's how you, like I say, amplify voices. Make sure you're making. You know, because it is such a problem. Make, like little things like crossing, not little things, but things like crossing the street or like. You know, if you see something happening, intervene because you yeah. hold so much power. I don't think men realize how much power in a social situation they hold. Yeah. I always say about, you know, the political statement that we make as trans and queer people. But like men have so much like power just in their presence by the sure. sense of like if a man, if I'm being abused on a train by another man and another man comes up and like says like, listen, mate, let's not do this. That mm. has so much than if anyone else did it, you know? And yeah, I hate yeah, that that's yeah. probably like, I feel almost like I'm being like, Stick it, not sticking up for men, because, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel very like, uh, yeah, it, that feels very conflicting to say that, but it is true. Like, yeah. and it's, it starts with educating men with the, um, with the, with women uh, as a child, like this whole, yeah. like treat him mean, keep him keen. No, just be nice and people will be there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we were brought up. I was brought up it with, is. yeah, when you'd hear, you'd hear stories about a woman that was raped and they'd go, well, you know, she shouldn't have been out at that time. She shouldn't have been wearing that. She shouldn't have been doing, she, she, she. And it's like, hang on a minute, no. He should have been told that women aren't just for him to just play around with. He is the rapist. Yes. Like, he is the rapist. Like, yeah. 
she can do, this is the thing, like, it, and then you almost feel like you want to turn it around and just be like, well, would you want to be told what to wear? Would you want to be told what to do? Because that's what you're doing to this woman that's yeah. now been a victim. Like, you can do whatever you want to do. Like, whatever you want, you can wear whatever you want. There's that really famous video, that girl in America, that's like, I'm a slut. Like, yeah. I'm a slut. And he's like, would your mama want you to be a slut? She's like, but I'm I'm owning, being a slut. She's like, I'm a virgin, but being a slut is owning my body. It's owning, it's owning yeah. who I am. And nobody should have to, uh, it's unfortunate, it's easy to say, nobody should have to, you know, feel like they're dampening themselves just mm. to be safe. It is easier said than done, but. Oh, absolutely. It, start, it starts with men. Like, yeah, yeah it's. But it's that, it's, and it, yeah. yeah, absolutely, it starts with men, and it, and and men listening to this, it's I'm not, we're not being all down on men. Men are, you know, men are great as well, and it's not that. But Honey, what we are I saying, love so, me a man, like. <laughs> <laughs> but what we're saying is that it's up to us to start having these conversations and calling out bullshit, bullshit um, behavior when you see it, and and I get it, I totally get, because even even I can handle myself to a degree, and I'm I know people see me and. They, I have the demeanour of someone that you wouldn't necessarily muck about with. That's what I've been told. But I, but even I see, even when I see a group of lads, I, I straight away my, 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 all my, all my hair goes up, and I'm like, right, okay, I don't want to sit with these because this could go either way. I don't want to. If I see a couple of a couple of guys out in the That's street, so right interesting because I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, not, I wouldn't even think that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. You go right. Is this going to be? Am I going to get? Because there's all. There might be just one in the group that starts waving his dick around in front of his mates, and you'll be sat there, and then they start. It starts with questions like, "All right, mate," and you go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." They go, "Where you been?" And you go, oh, "I've just been out, been out a few mates," and it starts like that. And then you can feel, you can hear the tone of the voice. You're like, this is going to fucking kick off in a minute. Mm -hmm. And so now, because it's happened to me quite a few times in my life, you go, I was walking back through Orpington, my hometown the other day. I was walking back to the station and I was walking back. I'm going, oh, I've got my head kicked in over there. Oh, and over there. And then I'm oh, over there and over there. And it's like, the, there's, there is that threat of violence to men from men, from men. And so I get it when a woman says, so that's, on, that's how I feel. And mm, I could, my, like, yeah. like you said, I could probably take out one or two of them. But that, and that's on, that's me. So imagine a woman that that couldn't, you know. And that's mm. not saying, you know, physically women are aren't as strong as men a lot of the time, you know. And so I can't imagine the fear that must when you when you want to train late I mean, at night, you know. I mean, prob probably in some respects, but I do feel like women nowadays, especially with like job like a woman can do a job any job that a man can do do you know what i mean absolutely so like, yeah 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 but i think in any situation like um if there's more than one person it's gonna be difficult regardless yeah. if you're man woman trans like whatever yeah, 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 you are yeah, yeah, like yeah. uh, <laughs> non-binary like yeah so it's crazy i wouldn't even think that that was a thing my big thing is having photographs taken of me Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of photographs taken and I've seen it in the reflection of the window on the tube. And I'll say to them, Mar Margot Marshall, amazing drag queen. She taught me to do this. And I did, I've done this a few times now because uh, I don't really travel in drag because I don't really like it. Mm. Um, and Margot taught me that if anybody takes a picture of you, you just start posing. <laughs> you just start touching your face yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. as if like, oh my God, you want to take a picture of me? <laughs> and it really makes the other person uncomfortable because you're owning your like, yeah. your body and your presence of being there. Cause you're like, oh my God, what? Oh my God, what? <laughs> um, for anybody that can't see me, I am 
doing Fabulous. very amazing poses. <laughs> um, and um, But it is that thing of I see the reflection in the window and I've said to a guy before, why are you taking a picture of me? Yeah. And he's like, oh, what, mate? What, mate? I'm fucking, what are you talking about, mate? I'm going to take a picture of you. I'm like, I've literally just seen you in the reflection. Why are you taking a picture of me? I said, are you going to go home with it later? Ooh. And he's like, oh, no, mate, no, mate, no, mate. And I'm like, then why are you doing it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why, why, is, why are you taking a picture of me? Google me. There are pictures of me already on the internet. Like, what are you going to do with it? Where are you going to put it that it's probably not already? Like, honey. Yeah. She's on porn, I'm checking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I, there was uh, the dandy of New York, who I follow on Instagram, and he put up a, a, a quote the other day, and it said, people are going to stare, make it worth their while. Yeah. And I really like that. Within really safety, like that. obviously. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Mar- yeah. Margot's so good at it, because she's a Leo, she's an absolute show-off. Oh, wow. And yeah. she will, she'll be in full face, and people will take pictures of her, and she'll be, like, using every inch of the tube carriage, <laughs> like, leg, or, and she can, like, I never forget once we were on a tube in New York, and she got a leg, like, in a, like a 90-degree angle on one wow. of the chairs. And the guy was like... You can I sit down? And honest to God, the slit in between the gap was probably like a like a palm size, and she just lifted her leg up as if it was a clock, and just and the guy next to her just went, <laughs> "Oh my God!" And she, it was the, it was the, and it, that for me. I mean, she's incredible. Like she's such a person to be around because she doesn't give any shits. And, yeah. I mean, it is easier said than done. But Absolutely. Yeah. It's so easier yeah. said than done. Well, I said it with Jade. Like Jade would come in, and she's upset, and then I was like, "But you're." You have to remember, especially where we were living, you know, you, you know, she's, she's larger than life. She wears these incredible outfits that stand out and, I'm, and, you know, and people can't, like you said, it's fear, it's jealousy. People just can't handle it sometimes. And they'll just, they'll, they'll just do, a, they'll react shittily to it. And, and I used to try and say to her, you know, you just got to remember that you're doing this for you and you mm. look spectacular mm. and there are enough people around you to tell you you're fucking brilliant so don't mm. let some scrote on the train have, yeah. get you down but unfortunately as you said that's easier said than done and it takes that one prick to just bring you down but I think it's important as well what you just said with I if I am ever asked like what advice would you give to anybody that is young and queer and maybe in a place where they can't shine and I'm like well one be safe that's my biggest like don't feel you have to come out if it's not the right place or the right time where you're not safe doing it um but also when you find the people that you're meant to be around life is just easier yeah yeah yeah. absolutely when you find your chosen family as the queer community say like you know your drag sisters or your any form of sisters doesn't have to be drag or brothers or siblings if we're gonna with the gender yeah terms pronouns but um it just makes life so much easier because you know that you're not the only person out there that feels this way you know you've got amazing people around you that are gonna build you up and not tear you down yeah so True. I think, yeah, that's that's so nice is to make sure you've got the right people around you, even with body positivity or anything like that. Like it's having the people that are going to build you up yeah, um, and not say like, I've stopped watching people at the moment for when they've lost weight. I've stopped oh, like complimenting yeah. people because I'm like, by you, me complimenting you when you lose weight, because a lot of people are, they're working out at home. And uh, I say when I'm like, oh, my God, you look great. And I'm like, but why do you look great? Yeah. Because you've lost weight. 
therefore do I think they're looking fat is a bad thing yeah <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean like yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. fat <laughs> <laughs> well I'm stuck in, <laughs> I'm stuck in that groove as well I'm like I've got to lose a little bit and I'll do this and do that and, I mean you've, yeah. you've got to you've got to do you've got to be I mean we, we're, we're jumping but we've, you've got to do things that are like uh, my big thing is just to feel more healthy. Yeah. Like I'm not bothered about the size that I am. Like, but like I know I could have a little bit more upper body strength, or I could. I know that my family have bad knees. We genetically mm. have bad knees, regardless of size or anything. So I know that maybe doing some more exercise to build up the strength in my knees is going to benefit me in the long run. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really, you know, I'm not going there and doing the cardio to lose like stones upon stones. Like. No. Plus, you know, it fits my aesthetic. Imagine being a skinny, like, bubbly camp queen. Like, I don't know, having a few pounds just adds to the overall. Well, that's it. It's, it's just <laughs> part of you. It, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful. It's beautiful to see you in full flow. I've seen it, and it's just it's magnificent. Thank and you. it would be it would be a shame to fuck with that. Um, but it's it's funny going back to what you were saying about finding your your siblings, finding your your family, and I've never felt more at home than I have when I'm uh, when I'm in I've been in say the glory or you know or in I've been to drag shows I've been to sink the pink and things like that. Do you know that. why I feel like that is though? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. I feel like Go it's on, because that's right. you know that there's no judgment there. Yes. I don't yeah, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. It's because you think, oh my god, am I a am I a gay man? Am I this? It's like I'm not saying that's what you think, but for some people, when they yeah. go into gay bars, they'll be like, oh god, like what if someone hits on me? You should be so lucky. <laughs> exactly. For what? A- <laughs> like what? You're gonna go with a Weatherspoons and have every woman? Sorry, I'm shouting. I heard. No, 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 no. Like- no, my my headphones fell off because I laughed so much. Yeah. Um, I- you're going to go into a Weatherspoons and every woman's going to find you attractive. Honey, I don't think. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. we're not these sexual beasts that can't contain ourselves because a straight man walks into a room. Please, if anything, we'll probably not want to go near you because, I don't know, I've heard a lot of things about straight men not washing properly, so I'm just like, no, thank you. Um, but I think you go into these spaces like Sink the Pink, like... Um, Blah, 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 the glory and like my club night thick london um oh, yeah. and you walk in and you think god i can literally be whatever i want to be in this space as long as i'm not hitting anybody or causing any damage i can be whatever i want to be in this space yeah and there's no judgment because there is no judgment no one gives a shit if you want to come dressed as a poached egg come dressed as a poached egg <laughs> if you want to identify as um I don't know, whatever you want to identify as. Like I say, as long as you're not causing anyone any damage or hurt or doing anything that's illegal in some respects, then, you know, do what you, and by um, respects, I mean, obviously, drink and things. Um, But, you know, (laughs) don't, not that I promote that. She's a diabetic, you know, I've got to be careful. But I know things happen. I know things happen. Um... I think that's what it is, though. You yeah. you walk into a room and you think, Jesus Christ, these people are so free in what they're doing. Yeah. And, I've, and it is infectious. It's like being on the dance floor and having that song. You might not have taken drugs. You might not have drank. But there's that song that makes you put your arms up and you're like, yeah. oh, this feels euphoric to be dancing. Like, it's like an actual natural high. Yeah. It's the same thing to be around all of these people that, like, don't give a shit and waving their arms and just you're like ah you get lost in the moment and it's gorgeous yeah. and i think that is there's well, something to be said in that yeah and i feel sorry for the for the people that 
fight against it. You know, when I when being in this world and I'm like, wow, why would you? Why is this a problem? Why do you want to? Like you said, why do you want to stand in Weatherspoons? being all closed in and when you could have you could be having fun here mm. you know and that's the, that's what I've taken away from it is the fun it's, it's not mm. nothing to do I mean yeah you know you have a bit there's a couple of bits there's a bits of flirty chat and things like that but this is it's a but that's free it environment well. it's you, lovely it's lovely yeah you know if, if someone did hit on you just be just be sorry just be human enough or just be whatever enough to just if you're straight and not into men and a man hits on you. Don't, it's your own fears, that is, that people yeah. are going to think you're gay. But just turn around to the person, because I know obviously, you know, that for the men out there, just turn around to the person and say, I'm not gay, mate. Thanks so much, though. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to think that then the person would walk away and accept that and just say, mm. I'm not interested, but thank you so much. Like, that's, you, oh, just it just blows my mind. Like, just turn around and just say you're not interested and then they'll yeah. just leave you alone. But that's yeah, there is that. But so I have it. I've had it a couple of times when they've gone. No, all men want it. You're just hiding from it, and they get a little bit. They, yeah, yeah, they can push it a bit. I mean, more, I can't. I can't, like, yeah. I can't condemn that. I can't like. No. If somebody says like, because I always start any brunch or any like gig I do with, uh, like, so at the last brunch I did, they obviously had to stay in their seats, and they if they got up, they had to wear a mask. So I was like, ladies and gentlemen, I have a few announcements. I was like, if you need to get up for a poo or a wee, please wear a mask. I said, and it's called consent. It's sexy. Don't touch the other drag queens. Don't touch me unless you ask me to. Because, yeah. you know, consent in that situation that you've just said, like, mm. all men want it. No, they don't. Else you would want, well, no, that's the wrong thing to say, but they probably do. But, um, you know, it's consent and just acknowledge. I think yeah. that's what we need to take away from a lot of things in terms of educating men about women and educating queer men about straight men and straight men about whatever. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's called consent. Yeah. So, and it's sexy. Like, yeah. I'm going to get that on a T-shirt. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think it's I great. A, yeah. I, I, I mean, a, a story from just about consent was I was working in a brunch and... Um, I do this thing where I play bingo where I say I want vertical lines and not horizontal lines. Then I plank on a stool in full drag. And uh, I heard this guy go, go on, get on top of him. And this man, during obviously COVID and the pandemic, got mm. on top of me as I was lying. He decided to like pretend to ride me. And I I freaked out. I yeah, hate being touched. Like I not I hate being touched, like touch me, but like in that situation, like it really yeah, stresses yeah, me out. Yeah. I hate being like just randomly hugged or my back stroked. It's just really weird and I don't like it. And um he got on top of me and I like f literally flipped out and I was like, um, what do you think you're doing? And he's like, Oh, it's just a good time, mate. And it was a bunch of like straight people, men and women. Mm. And um I said, okay, lady. I said, stop the music. Stop the music. This is a full brunch. I mean, it was like a hundred wow. people. I went, stop the music. Hi, honey, what's your name? And then he told me. And then I said, let's have a gorgeous conversation about consent, shall we? I said, now. And I walked around the building and I went, we're a room full of mostly women, are we not? And every woman went, woo. And I went, and has one of you or all of you had an experience where consent has not been given? And they were like, woo. And I was like, so don't get on top of me. I said, wow. Don't touch me. And I got, I was so mad at this man. And I was like, 
And then he was like, he kept, he won at bingo. And then I was like, oh, I can't hear you. I'm so sorry. And he was like, don't be like that. I was like, what you're feeling now is shame. And I'm not giving you what yeah. you want. I said, because if it's anything like gay shame, honey, queer shame, <laughs> then, you know, internalized, whatever, you're feeling it now. And I was so adamant that in that, and he, his friend came over and apologized. Then his girlfriend came over and apologized wow. and said like, um, yeah. You know, he we he does things like this all the time. And I was like, you don't... I said, it's all well and good saying he does things like this and trying to cover up for him, but he's not come over and apologised. No, exactly. I said, yeah. why is he come over, his friend, and why are you coming over when he's the one that did it? Yeah. Because it's not just the consent thing. Like, because as a drag queen, it ha I've had, like, fingers up my bum. I've had, like, so much stuff done to me that you don't brush it off, but it's something that you're just like, right, I'll have a conversation with them mm. separately. But in that moment with a pandemic and a virus and, you know, it it, it was yeah. that whole thing, like, why are you doing this? And then eventually he came and apologized to me and we actually went in the toilets together because it was quiet. It was very <laughs> bizarre. And I was like, this feels weird. Um, but he did apologize. And I was just like, you need to take away from this that, I'm I'm going to be understanding about this. Yes, I shamed you and made you feel bad, but you yeah. can't be doing this. Apparently no. you do it in every space you go into. What's wrong with you? Yeah, no, that's not right. Yeah, exactly. And you're vulnerable on stage as it is. Oh, you God. never, that's like, the thing that you forget that when we stand up in front of people, we're exposed. I'm going to say something that has made, like I, it's, I, I do like, I don't want it to sound like I don't, I think that, you know, I think trans people, queer people have it worse than women or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. I repeat that. It's not what I'm saying. But it's so interesting when you're in a space of being a, being a performer and a queer performer, especially a drag queen that is this over the top character, how much women assault you. Yeah, really? How much, it's women that do it. It's not really men. Yeah. Women are the ones that like slap your bum or stick a finger like in, not in there, but like, Ugh. But enough, I've, yeah. had, I've had women fall on, like I'm squeezing my chest, grab my breast and twist it or pinch my nipples. Also, cause I have a hairy chest, they'll stroke my chest. Right, and I'm like, yeah, why yeah, are you touching yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to be touched. And then the worst part of it is when they've had a drink, a lot of people will be like, and I'm saying people because it, it kind of not always, it mostly is women, but, and then uh, I'll be like, you wouldn't like it if I touched you. And they're like, oh, go on, touch me. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's not the point. Like no. I'm at work, I'm at my job. Yeah. I wouldn't come into your boring marketing job and decide to just flick your nipple at the front of your desk. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just, it, regardless of that being inappropriate, it's just something that I wouldn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it, is it? Consent goes both ways. It's, but it, it makes me wonder. You? Can, yeah. It makes me wonder, like, do women do it because of, um, I feel really, I feel, I do, I feel scared to talk about this That's because right. of, like, you know, the way that women have been, well, have always been treated, but it makes me wonder if it's like a conditional thing where like, because women have had this done to them, do they feel like they can do it to other yeah. people or someone they see who is male bodied? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's more I of do. like yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to understand it, not saying that anybody is worse or better off than another person. Yeah. But it's like, you know, is, is it because I'm feminine that that's how they've been treated with wolf whistles, which I don't agree with and things like that. Like, mm. is it them? like being like well this happens to women so it can it can happen to you I, this is how i've been had things done to me so i feel okay doing it to you because you're dressed as a woman it's mm. very like you have to think about it and think like why is this happening to people yeah. and 
But like okay. you say, it's that being brought up, that being being told that think like a woman is yeah you can touch them yeah you can yeah go up to them and persist you know go mm. so they've had that drummed into them maybe mm. and and now they're like they just they just feel well this is how it is we could just touch and do whatever because that's what happens to us mm. like you just said and this is but this is why we have these conversations this is when they say we should be having conversations this is what we're doing yeah and so anyone listening to this you know i don't agree with that then fine, message me, message message in yeah. and say. And like I said, this I is my experience. I, I, yeah, I, I talk. I've been talking to my housemate about it, and because we both face the same thing, and it's like I don't want to sound like I'm like, well, my problems are worse than a woman's because they're mm. not. They're probably like equal, yeah. or if not, the w- women's is worse in terms of a lot of other things. Um, but you know, I do face the same thing that a lot of people do. It might not be in the same context, but. You know, I feel uncomfortable walking down the street a lot of the time, especially at night. But that is because of men again. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I feel like, you know what I mean? I'm so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do get afraid of like saying these things that it's going to be taken out of context. And obviously everything comes with a place of love. And I'm just really interested by like why women in nightclubs, especially drag queens, think it's okay to touch us. Because I honestly couldn't think of one, apart from that man I just said, mm. I couldn't really think of a lot of others that have. Yeah. I've like, I've done it and I yeah it's it's really bizarre really bizarre and I've slapped people's hands away before yeah, like right. I full on slapped them and been like and I've literally been in a performance and been like stop yeah and then gone right. back on the microphone and they're like wow. and I'm like what are you doing Barbara <laughs> it's funny um, there's there's a there was a double act oh, I can't remember their name now but one of them would be dressed in like rubber bondage gear. So his nipples were exposed. This is a few years ago. I remember him being stood in front of me and he, he came so he came in his street clothes. He got undressed and he's in the green room and he was stood in front of me and he's going, and he just went, there you go, I'm all ready. And I didn't, I don't know why. I don't know. It's because he was dressed in the sex gear or whatever it was. I, gen, I did. I went, I just went like that on his nipple and he, and he laughed and we laughed and then he went at his thing. But once later on, I was on the way, I was like, why did I do that? Do you like, know you'll find right if you... If you, I mean, you don't have to tell me if you've been to one, but if um, going to a sex club or going to a fetish bar is honestly one of the best places because everyone is going there with the same man's mindset of like sex or whatever, or having a good time or, I mean, it's not just sex, it's a lot of other things, but you'll find that any situation, any place like that, they are so respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are so like, because everyone understand and before any party starts usually they'll have like a i remember did this uh gig and uh she was performing at a sex club and then she all she had to do was lie on a chaise long and have people ask if they could come and sit next to it anything mm. they wanted to do like buy her a drink they had to ask her and she said yes or no yeah. or go away it was very that kind of vibe and um she said at the beginning the organizer did the speech of its consent Mm. and we are all in equal minds and we are all here for the same thing and if someone says no then you say thank you so much have a lovely evening good luck with the rest of your endeavors whatever you say do you know what i mean like but you know usually in sex and fetish clubs it's really like you'd think it'd be Mm. like the polar opposite but it's actually very respectful and very like you know it it's not a thing that you would even attempt to do no. like unconsensual things. Like it's because people are hot on it. Yeah. 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 And it's funny you say that. It's like I, a few years, years ago, I was going to go to torture garden 
and mm-hmm. and we and we talked about it and we looked into it and even that like you can't just rock up and you can't mm-hmm. do, you have to you have to make an effort with what you're wearing so the respect starts even before you get in the building mm-hmm. they have to see what you have to go off and get changed and then you come out and then they say yes or no and mm-hmm. it so the, like I say the respect starts from the moment you you google it like it's all laid out in front of you and it's and the, yeah so what you're saying is absolutely true and it and it really surprised me because like you say like mm-hmm. you say oh, that's a sex club it's going to be a free-for-all but it's not it's actually yeah, the opposite really yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and that's this is what and these again this is why we're having these chats because you need time to we need to get that across that understanding that you know consent is yeah can i buy you a drink yes you can or no you can't and that's and then you go from that it shouldn't be oh go on Oh, go on. Mm. Let me buy you a drink and and wear I that feel, person down. I feel like you know? as well, like you have better luck by. I don't know. I don't know if that maybe maybe this is just the way we're we're brought up now. But if I said no to somebody and they'd be like, "Oh, thank you anyway. Have a great night," I'd be like, "Hold on a minute. You were really nice. Maybe you're nicer than I'm thinking you are. Come over here right now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, very yeah, yeah. like you know. I might be like, "No, I'm with my friends." But then if they're like, "Okay, well, have a great night. Enjoy yourself," and I'm like. <gasps> You're really nice. <laughs> You're a nice person. Maybe I'm yeah, being too yeah, haste with this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because they were like a diet coke. <laughs> but there is that shame, like you said earlier. Shame plays a big part in this, and that you have to. Unfortunately, you have to find a way of doing it. You have to turn around and say no, thank you. But in a way that they have to learn how to manage their shame because they're going to feel ashamed. I know from personal experience, it's shame crushes everything and destroy mm. it can ruin a day yeah that, no, that I mean, and maybe that maybe that's why i mean obviously it's not maybe that obviously is why you know by being no it's that like well i'm going to i can't accept that you've said no i feel shameful yeah, therefore yeah, i'm yeah, I'm obviously yeah. less of something so i'm gonna take what i want or do what i want and maybe it's it is yeah it's a very interesting yeah. very interesting theory <laughs> and it was a conversation that we'll keep having we will and it's yeah, great yeah, yeah, you know, it with good. anything to do with being non-binary or anything all these like you say these conversations are great well i'm glad you brought that up i wanted to talk about that because i non-binary again is a new thing to me and mm-hmm. in its and you know it was never it was never a thing when I was growing up. They never talked about it. It was just you were either this or you were either that. And it must have been. It must be nice now, even though we're only just starting that that we're only just starting that 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 correction or whatever you want to call it. That we're reevaluating things. It must be nice now that we are having these conversations about that. And the fact that you can say, I'm non I am a, not I am non-binary. Mm-hmm. And you know, it is nice. I mean, I've been out as non-binary, or I mean, the first thing time I heard about it, it was almost as though, and it was about seven years ago. Somebody mm. like it was honestly like somebody just went like flick and yeah, click. And yeah, it was like yeah. a switch in my head that I was like, <gasps> that is how I feel. That's how I've always felt. And I don't think anybody can really pass comment on it until you've had a moment like that where you mm. think like, oh, it's like being in the right job. Like you're like, this just feels right. Like, yeah. and. Oh, that must have felt amazing that day. It, no, it really happens. did. Like yeah. I was in Tesco with my friend and they were non-binary. And I was like, my friends told me that you're non-binary. I don't know what that is. And they were like, oh, it basically means this. And I was like, holy shit sticks. Like that is how <laughs> I feel. Yeah. Um, and then I went away and thought about it more and spoke about it more and told some people. And then people were like, oh, but then there was that whole debate about, well, what's the difference between sexuality and gender? Like, but you're a gay man, you like men. And I'm like, yeah, but that my what I'm attracted to has no 
what's it over my gender expression yeah 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 exactly so like you know a trans woman who is attracted to men is a straight woman mm. do you know yeah. what i mean yeah 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 it's not you know yeah it's nothing else and and and, and a um a trans man that is attracted to a man a, a biological not biological you know what i'm trying to say yeah uh, is um a cisgendered man thank you is um a gay man yeah like that has nothing to do i i'm just like a non-binary person that frequents with gentlemen but would frequent with women sometimes too <laughs> like yeah. you know but my preference is usually men it's just yeah. I've, I've been in love with a woman before and like you know i have gone that not gone that far but like it's been a conversation we've had and it was it i'm never out of the possibility that that's ever going to happen so you didn't even ask me but i'm just telling you no 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 I'm, but this is i wanted to and i didn't know how to bring it up i'm, I'm never yeah. I, it's never i'm never gonna especially when you analyze gender for what it is mm. for me gender is a social construct like yes you know sex is one thing and then you talk about intersex and that's another thing but as an intersex person i can't really say that you know well because i know that if you're yeah i don't want to speak for intersex people so but even when you talk about sex it's not as linear as male and female do you know what i mean yeah yeah sex yeah. is you know where you might have um a mixture of things um what am i saying oh yeah so when you break down gender you then break down what you're attracted to because if you don't see gender you're more focused on the genitalia and then when you think about that you think about well what is the difference between, let's say, the the, the penis and the vagina? Like, what's the difference? Mm. Like, it's a weird one, but to, it really isn't ever going like battle. And then yeah. you think about, well, then what if you've got someone who's trans pre-op, and then it's like, but they're a man, and that do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it's a whole thing that you have to like, you know, because I wouldn't yeah. not date somebody just because they were a trans man. Like, no. and then you think, well. You know, when you're young and you're like, ew, vaginas, ew, do you know what I mean? But like, yeah. when you think about it like that, you're like, well, I really fancy this person. Doesn't matter what they've got between their legs. It's, you know. Yeah. I'm finding it out really more about like, that. Yeah. It really is. Like, if you're attracted to that person, then it's crazy to just be like, well, no. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it feels almost a bit too like big to like, it's to, dissect because it's like there's so many little add-ons to it does that make sense absolutely sense yeah like, well you speak about gender then you speak about what if a trans man's uh pre-op or you've got a trans woman that whatever is pre-op or post-op or whatever but to me they are men they are women they are non-binary people so it's, yeah it really is this whole like yeah things like trying to but figure it all out well it's funny i was talking to 1990s chris who's a spoken word artist and when he was on, and he was saying like he's bisexual, but he felt like he was betraying other bisexual people because he was in a relationship with a woman. And we were talking about the fact that well, you're it, that's because you're you're what it is. You're you're attracted to a person, like you've said. Their gender and everything else is irrelevant. You're just attracted mm -hmm. to the essence of that person. Mm -hmm. That's why you're with that person. And I imagine that's what with you as well. You said you'd been in, you'd been in love with a woman. But it wasn't necessarily because she was a woman. It was because of that person you were no, exactly. you were attracted to well, the that's, essence that's of where her. The term, that's where the term pansexual comes from. So like yeah. pansexual is like, because bisexual is talking about being attracted to a man or a woman, whereas pansexual is talking about everything that's in between. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
And everyone's always like, well, I don't get the difference between bisexual and pansexual. Well, it is because it's talking about everyone that's in between. Like, if I'm not, if I'm not um, identify as someone who's male nor female, then what are you going to say you are? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think that's, I think that's more, I think that's better to be rather than I'm only attracted to women. I'm only attracted to men. You're like, I'm attracted to people like everyone i've been out with had a relationship they're all different they're all different i've never been in a relationship with a man but i don't i've just kind of i just never i don't find penises attractive but saying that i've met a trans person that that still uh, is still has their penis yeah pre-op and i find them really attractive and these are new feelings and it's a weird, and it's not but weird, it's, but it's, it's, it's more of like it's, the new yeah. feelings of like the way you're conditioned to think about what's between their legs. Like you need yes. to see that person for being a woman. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, like I can already hear the like, the like, the right, let's call them, like I say, the right being like, but there's another woman. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like it's, it, but it, it, if you're educated enough and human enough to be like they like just a normal person in my opinion to be like mm. they are a woman yeah. um i shouldn't i mean what is normal but um <laughs> you know it's that's all that they are so i to- i totally get in the beginning it's like such a it's like you have this moral not moral uh this like well, it's what you've been yeah it's what's but it is because it's what you've been brought up with yeah you know and it you know, it's breaking that and being smart enough to break through that and be like, oh my God, I see this gorgeous woman for who they are. Yeah. And just as they are. And regardless of what that is, do you know what I mean? And it, 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 you know, it's only because we've been conditioned that we think that. So it is great that you have these conversations with yourself and you're like, oh my God, I get it. Oh my God. Mm. But if you just see the person, it's just all about respect as well. Have respect for the person that you're talking to. If I tell you that I am non-binary and I, what's it? I mean, again, I got stuck in this uh, radical feminist poll of people and um, it was like, I don't have to respect your pronouns. And it's like, but you're asking for respect and I'm asking for respect. You're asking for respect as a cisgendered woman and I'm asking for respect as a trans individual. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it's like it doesn't. It works it's, both it's ways. Not like, it's not like you deserve more respect than me or less respect than me. It's yeah. We all deserve like it is. It, but that's what we're that talking. That's what it. That's what it boils down to, isn't it? When these, you know, these it says a lot about that person when they they want respect but really don't respect the person they're talking to. And, mm. and this is what you're saying is it's another. You know, equality means as well as as not instead of and more than you know you if you whatever exactly. you whatever you want give that as well that's what we're looking at that's why when you and i were talking via email and i just this is this this is a brand new conversation for me mm-hmm. that i've this is the first time i've spoken to somebody even though i know you sort of i still wanted to be i still didn't know no, what to do so it was like right how are we going to approach this because this is brand new and I also know, as so, well yeah. you know i think a huge part of it is, again, with the term respect, it's like, just go up to somebody and if you think that they, when anybody, so let's talk about things like Grindr or anything mm. like that, where Grindr, for those that don't know, is a dating app for um, gay people to find people, well, not just gay people, for anyone to find men uh, who are men inclined. Um, it's not for women, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, I not do, for yeah. cisgendered women. Um, and when a person 
I mean, it's a whole different thing on there when your tribe, your identity is trans because you have little boxes of like, oh God, uh, six foot one, six foot two, whatever. Um, right. Trans, um, hairy, not hairy. It's loads of different cat things you put on. And then when you put trans, it becomes this whole thing of like straight acting, looking for trans femme. And it's like, right. I only want to like, fuck you. I don't want to date you. And it's like, oh my God. That then is a whole thing of being fetishized and whatever. Yeah. But when you get that odd person that literally says... What are your pronouns? Honestly, honey, <laughs> come around my house right now. Wait, if you are that aware and like, even on a thing like Grinder, where you do get these really gross, like, oh, yeah, like, or like, kind of men. And it's like, when they, yeah. when it's about the respect of just saying, what are your pronouns? Mm. Like, and that's what I think, you know, take away from that in the sense of like, when you feel nervous about asking, I would don't think I would know any trans person unless they're obviously a trans like a woman or mm. obviously a man. Yeah. I wouldn't know. But then again, you don't always don't don't go off that, but to just say what are your pronouns? Yeah. Just be like, "Oh, yeah, thank yeah, you for yeah. asking." My yeah. for us it's a conversation that we've been having for years. Like yes. It's a thing, it's for us it's not a new thing. What are your pronouns? Oh, thank you so much for asking. My pronouns are they and them. Yeah. Um it's just like, and then people say, well, they and them doesn't fit in a sentence, but you, you use it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, if but you it, just don't. Yeah. You know. This morning when we were talking about you and, and yeah, I was, and I was referring to you as they, them, yeah, they said they're up for it. They're ready for this. And that was, um, we Jade doing, said so, to yeah. me, Jade said to me a lot, anytime you spoke about me, that you would use the right pronouns. And I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, but, but then, that's the thing, it's, but it's getting, it's getting yourself used to doing that as because well. Because as know? well, I yeah. say this to my parents, um, my parents still, they try their best. Like I got a Mother's Day card through the day for my dog um, and it said to, <laughs> to my parent. Um, and my, it's not, I get it. It's been like nearly, it's been 30 years since you've gave birth to me here. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, only been yeah, the last yeah, six yeah, or seven yeah. that I've said, don't call me he. Um, and for me, it's also like, correct yourself. Yeah. Like if you, if you say he, don't be like, oh my God. Oh my God. I so can't believe I just said that. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. Cause then it makes the, it, it puts emphasis on that person and like to be like, it's yeah. not about you feeling bad. Just say, oh, God, I'm so sorry. They, them. And you'd be like, yeah. oh, yeah, of course. Like, it's correcting yourself and it's okay to make a mistake. But the more you correct yourself and the more you, you know, talk mm. in the language that is adapting and changing, you know, yeah. you'll get used to it. Yeah. But it's like you as well, like you said, is that having empathy for those people as well that are, that are, that are changing their vocabulary around it and understanding what's happening. And so when, so if someone does use the wrong pronoun or, or addresses you incorrectly, you can, you can turn around and go, it's all right. It's all right. It's just stay them, you know, and don't worry about it. But don't like, be flappy yeah. about it. Just be yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, God, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. They, they, yeah. they want to do that. And they're like, um, yeah, it's don't yeah. Be flappy. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so I think if we have that understanding on both sides, we'll get further. That's all I want to do. Mm. It's just, there's no reason why we should be having all this conflict and more people need to go and have conversations with each other and go and just sort some, if you've, there's so much going on subconsciously that we haven't, that we don't deal with. They're cool. Mm. That's the highest half the battle. Of, if you started to deal with that all internal stuff, you, your life going forward would be a lot better. 
There wouldn't yeah. be this conflict. You wouldn't have to worry about who you're going to upset or if someone's upsetting you. You could just, just like this, have this conversation and yeah. we'll get further. I mean, it is that thing of like, I mean, you know, tis the final today. I don't know when this goes out, but as we record, this is the final of RuPaul's Drag Race today. And, you know, uh, as much as people have their opinions about RuPaul, I do believe in what he says. Um you got to love, how can you love, if you can't love yourself, how the hell can you love anybody else? Do you true. know what I mean? This like, is true. And yeah. you say having these conversations with yourself and also like figuring, and it's okay to acknowledge that you've done wrong if you're going to change it. We've got this huge mm-hmm. cancel yeah. culture at the moment and we make jokes about it, but you know, it's, it's taking, it's understanding what you've done and then making change for the positive to positively affect people. Mm. So if you, you know, have been misogynistic in the past and wolf whistled, it's about now being like, okay, going forward, how am I going to, how am I going to better affect other people's life, predominantly yeah. women and or trans people or gay men or whatever, and just be like, okay. Even I do things sometimes where like I'll think. I'm quite a spiritual being. Um, you know, <laughs> she's into like spirits and stuff. No, but you know, that's uh, my religion. I class as spirituality. And I even, that is all about spreading love and, you know, being like, just love is the most powerful thing to me. And even I find myself taking a step back from myself and quite being self-aware where I'm like, probably that's not an okay thing to be like, be angry at someone about because it's totally out of their control. Or, you know, I tend to sometimes have the green eyed monster and that's not anything to do with that person. It's, oh, it's not anything to do with that person. It's all exterior factors. So I shouldn't really be putting that negativity out. So it is taking a step back and, you know, realizing I've done these wrongs. Let's just reflect on that and see how I can, change things for the better you're so right jade said it to me the other week she's like you're so obsessed with making amends for the past you're fucking up the future mm-hmm. like fucking up your future and it mm-hmm. honestly it was like a light went on and i went you're fucking right i've got i was a bit of a dick i'm not now let it fucking go mm-hmm. and i'm and i'm improving all the time and we all are you know and absolutely and she was right she was it, it really was a what it's changed my life but there's nothing wrong as well. Like there's nothing wrong with saying like, so I used to have really bad anger issues. Mm. Um, and I think it was just because growing up in a horrible place and yeah. growing up and like being really unhappy, like really unhappy. Um, and when I left home, it was very, it's nothing to do with my parents. They're wonderful people. But when I left home, it was almost as if someone flicked a switch on in my head, but then I still had these moments of like, Ugh. I'm not going to say rage of where I'll punch somebody, but it's like, I feel them feelings of like that tiny little child that was angry. And I don't feel shame in that. I'm just feeling it. So when you do realize that these things are still going on, whether it be like, you know, it's like you revisit things that you said, if anything you've done in the past, Mm. like it's about acknowledging it and not being like, oh, get away from me. I'm a better person now. No, take it, take it in and take it and be like, do you know what I mean? Like, okay, cool, fine. Now I'm going to do this this way instead yeah. and just take a minute to be like, oh my God, I see that I'm being angry. I see it in myself. Yeah. I'm like, um, I like might shout at the dog because I'm pissed off. I'm like, get out of my way. And I'm like, it's not Liza's fault. Take a chill pill, take a minute and just realize that like, 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. I do. And sounds I like it sounds like it sounds like I abuse my dog. I don't. Just, she <laughs> likes to be. She likes to be under my feet a lot. So if I'm in a bad mood and she's under my feet, I'm like, get away, me! <laughs> just likes to be close to you all the time. Um, Grace, this has been amazing. I want to thank you for coming on. I knew it was going to be great. Uh, it's been, it's gone far and beyond what I ever thought it would be. Um, where can we find you online, Grace? You can find me at Grace Shush with an extra H. So it's Grace as in Kelly Shush S H U S H. And then there's another H because Grace Shush, who has the Instagram account, is a girl that's posted twice in the last like 10 years. Oh, so annoying. So annoying. Anyway, but you can find me at Grace Shush. Uh, and then everything is pretty from there, really. Lovely. Thank you, Grace. Thanks for having me. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by DarkHorseDigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.